That's and so like he was looking over my workouts and I missed a lot of workouts. Like a lot of workouts. Yeah. And he was like like, like he's trying to help me, but like if you don't like if I tell you to do things and then you just do none of them. Yeah. Uh like I don't have a lot for you. So I guess I'm gonna sign some more and then we'll talk on the thirty first. And it's like it just makes you feel like crap. Which is what you're paying them for, right? What like, you're, paying, you're paying, yeah. you're paying somebody to make you feel bad that when you do the things, when you don't do the things you you know are important to where you want to be. Yeah, if you got the goals that you that's that's what you want. Like if you if you don't have that as a goal, then <laughs> yeah, you don't care. Sign me up for uh for just feeling physically awful, uh, random, and then eventually you just start feeling really good. <laughs> Jay says. It's that time of the week. Welcome in, Jace. How are you doing today, dude? Got a new hat. It's a spiffy hat, dude. Is that a teal? Yeah, it is a teal. If my green screen was on, I'd have an invisible head. Whoa. <laughs> that would be awesome. That'd be fantastic. Uh, what else has been going on with you, man? It's been a, it's been a week. We, uh, we, we sat down with uh, David Jaffe last week talk about kind of our games of the year uh this week is just kind of a like the news in and of itself isn't so much mmo related because gamescom is next week so we'll do some predictions sure. and stuff like that but yeah what, what you been playing uh in the last week i have i worked a lot because i am now off all but one day out of the next nine yeah um because i'm i'm gonna get out of town i'm gonna get out of this heat uh so i'm getting on a plane tomorrow and then, yeah, so I won't be here, but I'll be gone. Uh, excited about that. Leaving on a jet plane? <laughs> Leaving on a jet plane. Um, yeah, that'll be great. So I've been working a lot. I played a couple rounds of StarCraft II. I'm terrible. I'm so I'm so bad, bad at Star. I'm, I'm so bad. So I'm so bad. bad at that game. I'm so bad. And what's crazy is in my win history, it's like, it's showing all these losses right now because I'm terrible. And then, yeah. but like, you, it still tracks back far enough that like, before I came back to it, my previous was ten years ago. Yeah, I took exact. I took ten years off the game, uh, and then I played some Age of Empires. Oh, my side. Chili, uh, I love you, dude. This is so. <laughs> you're in a penguin suit. Holy freaking crap, dude! Unexpected. <laughs> you got the bill and it covered your face. Welcome in, Chili, guys. We, uh, yeah, I was sitting here chilling. I keep saying, like, we need to get together and, and just podcast a little bit, talk about what's going on. And it's just like, I don't know. I, I really okay. suck at, you know, scheduling and things like that. So, are you able to hear us, Chili? Yeah, I can hear you. I could hear you double, in fact. So, that was the issue. Ooh. Oh, there we go. Well, welcome I, in. Why is this camera causing such issues? And it looks okay on my side, but on here, it looks horrible. I don't know, man. Maybe it's just how it is but it, it it's a wild suit dude thank you okay i've unclicked <laughs> touch up my appearance that seems to have worked okay cool 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 so hi hi, hi. hi. all right so chris was just catching us up to speed he's been playing some uh starcraft 2 anything else uh going on gaming wise for you right now chris no no um i wish i could take Baldur's gate 3 on the road Ooh, baby I, I mean, technically he could. He got stuck. Uh, he got a Steam Deck if he had one. I don't have a Steam Deck, and uh, it hasn't released on Mac yet, has it? Mm -mm. No, it's going so to. I think. Is it going to? It's on GeForce now. Yeah, but I can't access GeForce now on a plane. 
Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That would be the benefit, right? It's yeah. like when you can spend a three hour flight, just digging into digging into a good game. Wolf of the Fallen says, ah, I missed hearing for you guys all the time. Well, thanks, Wolf. That's that's really kind. Uh, Chris has been uh, crushing it at the new job. I said and, I'm going to start uh, doing content creation on Thursdays. And yeah. I told Brian, I was like, the thing about a habit is once you say you start doing it, just do what you can. Because like I said, Thursdays, I was like, but, but just to be clear, my next two Thursdays, both are really busy. But like, I don't want to like wait, right? Like if you have the desire to start doing something, don't like let yourself go well but the first two weeks don't count it's like no no yeah. just they can be bad weeks but like put up something like if you say you're gonna work out and then it's raining it's like well then like do some push-ups inside like just just put something on the board put it on the board that man. way when the weather gets nice you haven't let yourself already give up <laughs> so um i'm looking forward to when my thursdays are wide open and uh and we can do some nice big long streams Great. Really, what you, Julie? What you gaming? What you playing? What you doing? Uh, we haven't actually sat down and talked <laughs> in a real live situation. Uh, so obviously, since the big Xbox uh, Final Fantasy, uh, you know, Don Don Trail announcement. Yeah. So, man, dude, what's been going on with you? Also, uh, Nebby Link is asking, who is the guest of the week? Who is this mysterious penguin? So, also, please plug all the great stuff that you put out on the internet. Hi, it's me, Chili from Moogle Go Around Radio. This was the outfit I used to celebrate us hitting 1,000 followers. Ooh. I thought it was right behind me, so I might as well just keep it and wear it one more time. Because I've only worn it once. And I thought, well, I'll surprise work to game by wearing it again. It is um, talking. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> For those of you who are just in the audio version of the podcast, which, guys, if you aren't aware... Uh, the podcast is streamed in audio forms all over the internet, wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is called Crystal Core Radio. And Monday, I'm bringing Epic Loot Radio uh, to the Work to Game channel. So we're going to have that uh, as well. So you can subscribe to both. So Chili is in a full penguin suit with a bill that's covering his face and a giant red yeah, bow tie. I, I, I cannot see anything. <laughs> I can I can barely see anything at all. In the so, great it's, it's are great. we drinking? And I, I, I'm not for the next three years, so I will, I will bust out some, uh, some alcohol at my 40, uh, 45th birthday here in three years. But uh, for the short term, I am not drinking. I have water, and I do not drink, so I got coffee. So. But no, yeah, I've been actually been playing a lot of Fancy Eleven recently. Ooh, uh, I never beat it. some of the later expansions, so I've been going through that again. Nice, and uh, and Eleven is really fast, so. Yeah. It, it, it's insane. Like I, I've got nearly two jobs at seventy in just over twenty hours. And you're, this is the retail version, correct? Yeah, this is retail. Yeah. So. Man, if it was so, if like ah, that would have been something that would have just blown my mind twice. If they were like Final Fantasy XIV's finally coming to Xbox, and we're also going to be bringing back Final Fantasy XI, which was on the, the Xbox 360. I think that would be wild. You know, so many people thought that that game shut down when it left consoles. People would see like me playing or streaming it, and they're like, I thought they shut this the servers down. It's like, no, no, no. They just turned off console access. And I always like, you know, I, I get it from an engineering perspective, but that's why Chris and I've talked about it. Like, I wish they just pushed the game to a just the browser like you could stream this game from a browser it's not dude dropped max support at some point and so you have to wonder if there are people who just lost access 
when and what it was is Mac at a certain point said they were no longer going to maintain security protocols for anything that wasn't 64 bit. Mm -hmm. And they announced it like two years in advance. They just said, hey, we are not going to allow anybody to install anything that doesn't run 64 bit. We're going to drop support for it. Um, and it was way in advance. They're like, you know, this many operating systems from now, we're just giving all the app developers a heads up, you know, the, the developer kits and all that. It's all dropping. And uh, and that was why I got so excited when Final Fantasy 14 announced that they would be getting Mac support in yeah. Shadowbringers because that was going to be the first expansion after that drop dead date. And that's the same time that Guild Wars <laughs> said, see you, Mac. We're not yeah. touching that. Uh, which is interesting oh. because long term, yeah, you end up on 64-bit anyway, right? Like long term, right? Like it's not like, well, if we don't do it now, we'll never have to do it. Like that's no, no, that's yeah, not how it works. <laughs> By the way, talking about the 360 store, they did just officially announce that the 360 uh, 360 store is shutting in. I think it's June 2024. Yeah, they're shutting that one down. Yeah, and but do, apparently, do you think it's because they are in the middle of buying a uh, a big old company that has uh, a company that has that? a better store. Better in every way. Your brother and I, the Yeti, was playing um, games with us last night, and he we got him to play StarCraft II for his first time last night or last week. Yeah, yeah. And I he that. didn't want to do it, and we we dragged him into a lobby. We did some team games. We didn't pick on him too hard, and we were kind of coaching him in ch chat, just kind of telling him, and he was asking questions, and we were kind of coaching him through the early game. We're just kind of explaining that it's it's kind of like learning chess, right? Like. You're gonna lose a lot of games, but like just know that each game you're getting better at the first turn, and then the second turn, and then the third turn. Um, but like you're gonna keep losing, but like you are getting better. And until you can like finish a game where you didn't like just utterly not know what to do next, you really can't get better at the whole thing until you can play the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and so it's just it's a lot to learn because he's way behind because he's never been into RTSs. Um, so then this week we tried to talk him into StarCraft 2 again. He goes, I'm I'm not gonna do that. That was wildly stressful. It was too much learning. I don't have the energy this week. But he was willing to do Age of Empires with us because he thought that was slower, yeah. which it's it's not. It was he's like, Chris, how do you have so much stuff? It, and it's like it's not it's, it's still an RTS. Yeah. Um, but he goes, I have to admit, as I install and boot up Age of Empires, which is like four gig, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. free on Game Pass Ultimate Ooh. if you have the PC. Ooh. Um not that the definitive edition's like expensive or anything. It's like a $12 game or something. Uh, but he said, I have to admit, that battle.net thing was was kind of mind blowing. It's mind blowing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's mind blowing. That's it what is. It's, like, it's the best drop part of all of Blizzard. Like they make some good games and some of those games have had really great years. But the battle.net experience is the unsung hero. Like, it's, oh, dude. Oh. Yeah. The, uh, so I'm pulling up literally the Xbox app right now, and it is oh. so clunky, and it's so difficult to install games, and it's just such a pain that ultimately, that all it is, that I, all, I, all I want is like, yeah, just make Battle.net your Xbox PC store and get that going, and I think that's going to be great. The nice thing is you can cloud stream from the Xbox app now, uh, but it doesn't... Like the PlayStation, PS5 is going to be uh, offering a cloud PS5 uh, solution here they're testing out. And they're already like, yeah, if you own the games, we're just going to let you stream your games. So that's actually yeah. a really good thing. Hopefully well, that pushes only Xbox certain forward. games. Well, only certain games. I, I'm, I'm assuming there's going to be that process of vetting that, you know, or there. I'm, I'm starting to wonder, do you think there's like a licensing fee that a lot of the publishers are holding out on saying... Yeah, this is a license for installing the game locally, but if you want to add it into your streaming service, just because 
there's a constant set of revenue. I'm wondering if they're trying to like negotiate some form of like, okay, just give us an additional fee. You know, well, to, isn't that basically what happened there. with NVIDIA GeForce Now? That's what I, we don't know the, the, any legal terms, but that's the feeling because Square Enix just brought Octopath Traveler 1 and 2 to GeForce Now. And that's their first, like, they don't have any other games on the platform just yet. So I'm hoping that the people are like, okay, yeah, like, whatever that is, I'm assuming it's not ridiculous, but at least something where they're like, yeah, give us a cut because we know that you're selling your service, you know, and, and if our game's there as well, we'd like to, we'd like a little bit of that cheddar. Makes a big difference. It does. It's great. And like, if that has to be a time thing, like, hey, we want people with hardware to buy it for sure. And then and once we run out of people with hardware that are going to buy the game, we'll we'll sell it to people without hardware. Yeah. Um, my brother's college computer to update you guys. I've been telling you for years that he's been, been on following. GeForce Now to keep <laughs> his old computer up. So the update to the story is he finally now has a computer old that it can't actually run a browser successfully anymore. Oh, no. So he can't run GeForce Now. So he had to go buy a laptop at Costco. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just a cheap yeah, like <laughs> netbook with enough ram that he could run a browser so he could go back to geforce now so it's geforce now he's like it's awesome now i can do geforce now from the couch yeah um because he's no longer tied to his like 15 year old gaming pc that it's shocking it was still running he's like and and i didn't realize how loud it had gotten you know how loud a computer gets in their late days like in their yeah, laptops days. get loud so my laptop yeah. is loud nowadays my, my laptop's only five years old but it's getting there Man, I tip of the hat to y'all who like laptops. I am just, I've never been a big laptop type of guy. I always felt from a dollar per like unit of power, you know, some magical theory, like that you're just paying a, a, a premium to be able to move the device around. And uh, and in the age of tablets, like I'd rather have like a, uh, a Surface Pro if I was going to be more mobile, but that's just my, my weirdness. So I always heard Guild Wars 2 to go back and drop support at, from for Mac. And so based on the timeline, it feels like it was the right time that I just assumed it was for the same reasons that I thought mm -hmm. Final Fantasy might drop Mac support. But Nevik is saying it's actually that they just didn't want to be on OpenGL. Or that they That's didn't interesting. Wanna, that they, they, yeah, due to OpenGL, they drop support. So mm -hmm. minor correction there. there um, either way, it's game is old. We don't want to update it. Mac said costs it, it costs money it costs money and then that's just like the same thing with final fantasy uh you know 14 and still being supported by the ps4 is that you look at your your total population at some point that population is going to be a like a difficult conversation uh to justify the additional cost of deploying like again every update for like not just the ps4 but the ps4 and the ps4 pro those are two different skus uh that that have to be rolled out well they're different SKUs, but they're basically the same hardware, it's just with more cores. I see. Like, you, you know how they. I believe the SGP talked about how, like, every like targeted yeah. platform, because it does, they have features that you can turn on on the PS4 yeah. Pro. For so they're different products, and we have yeah. to test them and get them approved separately. Yeah. So, like, yes, you might be able to use a similar dev team for one platform and another because the. Yeah. the the ecosystems might be similar, but they still have to finish one project sure. separately from another project. They might be doing them in parallel. Mm -hmm. um, but Hell, they might be using PS5 kits nowadays to do it. talk about Sorry. how hard it was to bring PS5 on um, at the same time as kind of ramping up for an expansion, and that's why they weren't adding Xbox support. 
uh, which now based on the timeline makes it seem like the moment they finished working on PS5, they began working on Xbox support because that's time it out with right now. Do you think and wonder if they were also still working kind of on a bigger deal with Microsoft? Because based off the wording that Phil Spencer used, that it, it seems to, in my mind, we haven't seen any actionable data, but I would expect that based off of his language that we will see the pixel remasters. We will finally see 7R and all of the... Pass? Not necessarily in Game Pass, but at least just oh no, I, we're going to get pixel remasters in Game Pass. We're going to get that right. Oh, I, yeah, I won't by be end of the year. It is. Yeah. So Phil Spencer said, "God, it's probably been three years or so, maybe more." He said that there is a stereotype out there that JRPG players, like if that's their sole game genre, are unlikely to buy an Xbox because they don't have a strong JRPG presence. Mm-hmm. And JRPG companies don't want to develop for the platform exclusively or or even make a t- big effort towards it um, because they know that they're not going to have a lot of conversion from players that that's their core game type. And so it's just like if you play multiple game types, it might work out. But, you know, he was definitely acknowledging that. And he said, but it's not the gaming company's job to make the games for a player base that's not there. And it's not the player base's job to buy a platform for games that aren't there. It's Xbox's job to put money in and invest and trust that both sides will come. So he said that, but he made, he said it in a way that made it sound like it was going to take a long time. I don't remember the exact wording, but he, it sounded like this is going to take effort. Like we have to undo this lack of, of love that we've tossed, you know, one of the, the millions of genres of games now. And so it does feel like Square Enix coming more on board is one of the milestones in that journey mm-hmm. um, in in helping bring on like true JRPG games. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're not the only one. Uh, I, I feel like the Persona crowd, you can go snap a bunch of tweets from years ago when people are like, that'll never come to Xbox. That'll never, ever, ever, ever come to Xbox. And it's like, eh. The never is such a, a strong time. word. Never is such, such a, a strong time. word. Somebody said it, uh, Final Fantasy XIV is never coming to Xbox, and then the next day, never is com- like it's not like I. It's like I wouldn't say never. I'd say it might be a journey. <laughs> like I, I don't know a time frame, but that's where we are. Nevelink says the Blue uh, Dragon uh, didn't do well on the 360. I don't know if y'all ever played Blue Dragon on the Xbox 360. Also, Lost Odyssey, absolutely banger of RPGs, and I really wish that especially that Microsoft would, you know, continue to invest in that. And if you haven't had the opportunity to ever play both of those, they're, I think they're they're fantastic. And it's great to see, like chat saying, uh, Nila, great to see JRPGs coming to Xbox. Uh, you're, it, it's 100% right. It's like, it's kind of the, the chicken and the egg, but it, that's where I've always made the argument. Like Microsoft has big enough pockets. This isn't like, I'm not worried about them financially. No, they can invite themselves. They can invite everybody to this yep. party. We're bringing they all can, the chickens and all the eggs. If you, if you got a food allergy, they have a whole room dedicated to you. So you don't have to worry about getting any kind of contamination. You know, like that's like they're, they're that big. And it's like, let's go. And it always, for me, like I've always said, the hardest thing to, is, is to be somebody who likes playing on the Xbox, who also likes Final Fantasy. That's been like this, you know, cognitive dissonance that I've always had to kind of deal with. And it's like, well, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting that game if if it existed, you know. Like I and I don't mind actually supporting those but games the issue when they show is, up. 
issue is that it, it 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 just doesn't sell that well. Like, look at 15. 15 launched on both the Xbox and the PlayStation, mm-hmm. um, day and day. Um, but the the split between the two was in, insane. Uh, if I'm rightly right, I was looking online. Uh, the PS4, I think, was like 2.2 million sales, like day one, like the yeah first week, mm-hmm. versus 100,000 on the Xbox. But that was Phil Spencer's point. If we don't yeah. start making it a place where people know they can get more than just that one game, right. those numbers won't go up. Like They're you not have to grow. invest in the whole thing. Right. Because so like, everybody else is like, the well, distance I'm, between you know. 2 million and 100,000, he's saying, is actually much smaller. Like we don't need to multiply it by 20. We need to multiply it by two, three, or four to get it to where there's enough of a group that we're starting to get more games, which will get more people. Um, it's the same as anything else, right? So like, I'm streaming here on Twitch and like the distance between the top watched person on Twitch and the next person makes it seem like you would have to double, triple, quadruple, multiply by 10, but that's not true. They're just one or two rankings above um, and it just snowballs. It's how it's how money works um, is people who can put money away have usually the ability later on to put more money away. And as they put more money away, they have the ability to put even more money away. I have a buddy that's trying to retire early and good on him and he's financially he's been working on this for a long time so i I sometimes get intimidated by just how much more financially set he is than me but um he has a investment account that he pulls off one mortgage payment every year the first time he told me about this he goes so i never pay my mortgage in december every december i have this account that pays my mortgage and I asked him this week, I said, how's that going, by the way? And he goes, it now pays October, November, and December, which then he's taking all that money and he's further putting into that account. Yeah. So he's like, my goal is to get it to where all 12 months. And then he just never pays a mortgage again mm-hmm. because his mortgage is such a low interest rate and it's outperforming it. So like, like, and it's, and it, it's going to, he's going to go from three months to six months. And he's going to go from six months all the way to 12 months. Like it'll go that fast. Yeah, it, um, it, it, there's the, the first seven years of his decade of saving. There was very little progress. And it's now, pretty crazy. Well, that's crazy. That's, that's the power of compound interest. That's the power of what you end up having a lot of these. And it's hard to understand. It's hard to start to wrap your mind around like something that you've never, never lived in. And which is essentially just like a financial level of security and opulence that like you have to develop it well and the thing is i'm trying to get to where now i don't pay my mortgage in december right the math math in and of itself makes sense but it ends up being more like you said it's it's actually like more of just a human discipline to try and start doing that outside of those who are just like if you're just living paycheck to paycheck and like but when you get to a point where you're like okay can i not have that coffee today Or, or start like how can i develop that habit that ritual almost that it's like you're you're paying yourself in the future uh, and you know, so I've been saving for retirement since I was 20 and it's like, I'm, I'm liking to see how the numbers Obviously look now, years. you know? And so it's like, that's like, that's for me. Like when, when we talk about like full-time content creator, it's like, yeah, when I officially retire, like when I'm like, then you might see me stream a lot more. I'll be gray bearded at that point, but it's still going to be like just enjoyable. If anybody wants to know that math, it's 25 times is the conservative number. The real number is probably lower than that, but 25 times your mortgage payment. And your mortgage payment will pull off that account in perpetuity, which yeah. your mortgage isn't in perpetuity. So that would allow you to like theoretically continue to upgrade that house into the next house. You could always have a payment. Um, you'll have that money forever. So if your mortgage payment is a thousand dollars a month, 
which most people here in the U.S. is above that, uh, then you would need $25,000, which when you say it like that, like $25,000 is a lot of money, but it's an amount of money that we're all like at least capable of understanding how much we would have to work at our jobs to get to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And it, that might be a year, that might be two years, that might be three years, but it is a number that you can fathom as opposed to when you talk about like lottery winners or like all these tech millionaires and stuff, you're like, I, I can't even fathom the amount of money they have. Like I cannot, it doesn't even seem like it's in the same unit as what I buy a burrito in. Like it doesn't even yeah. feel like those are both dollars. Um, so it's $25,000 kind of per month. If, if your mortgage payment's about a thousand dollars, mine's more than that. Most people are. Um, so I am trying to save towards that and awesome, chip away at it. And then that'll be away. one month. Yeah. And then that means every year now that month would be a really easy month to save a lot or to recover from, you know, like the fact that my Jeep broke three times in a month. Yeah. You, you just paid $3,000 to fix up your Jeep for this month. Yeah. Oh, that made that 25000 real dumb. And you're like, I've, I finally got my truck back. So Chris's Jeep bros, like right now, my truck, I've spent $8,000 in repairs in 2023 and I've driven it to Chris's house once to my parents' house where it eventually died again. And then I drove it back here where it broke again. And then I had it towed back to the shop and then I drove it back here and now it's working. So like I've had the, the, the most expensive drives and I'm scared to take it out. I'm scared that if it's just gonna die on me again, I was like, okay, like I got this little PTSD from like this insane money pit of a, of a vehicle that I that I have access to. My Jeep broke down when I went to get a smoothie um, for, for free upsize Fridays. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and it broke down there, and so then this week I was I was running late one of the mornings, and I went to go get a smoothie, and I pulled into the parking lot, and I went <sighs> when I started it, like I felt myself inhale, and like like you know you get that like defensive posture, like mm -hmm. is it gonna leave me stranded in the smoothie king parking lot again? Like I pulled in, I parked in this, I parked in the spot, and I parked in a spot that I chose a spot that would be easier to be towed out of. <laughs> that's smart that's so, so i had smart. to walk so i have to walk a couple of shops down because i parked in a spot knowing i might have to be towed from here as if it's smoothie king that broke my jeep like it's not yeah. uh it's not it just damn you smoothie uh, king so uh -huh. um 8k in repairs seems like you should buy a new truck it seems like you did buy a new truck feels like it did the uh so it, it didn't all come at once right like it's like okay well we just need to do uh the 2000 it's like all of these, all of these little, and I call them micro transactions, but they're like anything, but, um, but all of them was just like, yeah, a new, like going to find a used truck or like a new vehicle, like that's just way out of, there's just no way. Like the cost of that is still, and then at some point where you're like a grand in, you're like, fudge, like I could, like, if I knew like on the first payment, be like, this is going to be an $8,000 endeavor, then I would have been like, maybe I will go and take the effort and go shop that around. Um, I want to ask you guys, uh, like, obviously, we, we're having lots of just random fun conversation here. Um, but let's kind of get to the MMO, uh, you know, uh, discussion. I want to talk about uh, Dontrell. Julie just texted me. I got to run downstairs real quick. So, Chris, I'll turn it over to you, and I'll come back in and jump in on the conversation here in just a second. Chili, how many times have you watched the trailer? I have watched it a couple of times. Sorry, I'm getting very warm in this outfit. It's... It is warm outside for August, and this is a very warm outfit. I am. Um, Do you need to go change? Warm. Uh, yes, I'll be right back if that's okay. Okay. All right. I'm sorry, everyone. I, I tried, but no. All right. 
oh, he left the call. I thought it was just going to be just me and, and a chair and a chair. I thought it was three chair time. Um, okay, he'll rejoin. Well, hello, everybody. In theory, we're here to talk about Don Trail, which is why we're like, I don't know, 27 minutes in. And the most we've talked about is Final Fantasy 14 coming to Xbox, uh, which is part of it. Oh, he's back. I did not leave the call. I just stopped the camp. I'm, I'm supposed to run for an hour and 15 minutes continuous easy run today. That is the assigned workout. Uh, and last night, so yesterday I had a swim. And the reason you introduce swims into running training is because it's low impact. Um, but swimming is something that's incredibly form-based as opposed to running is something that we all learn to do when we're a toddler. And you can get better at it, but like anybody with two legs that can walk can usually run unless there's been some sort of medical change to that. So it's not like a wildly learned skill. We kind of all, the vast majority of humans on the planet have the ability to, to, to move quickly in some way. Um, so, but with swimming, it's so form-based that it's only low impact if you're actually decent at it. Because last night I was having all these back spasms because I did my longest swim yet. For any of you swimmers out there, it was 800 yards. Um, when I got to peak triathlon shape last year, I was doing 1200 yard workouts. So I'm almost back up to that continuously. And like nice. every time I set a record, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to a thousand. I'm going to go to a thousand. I just got out at 800. I was like, no, last time you did 700, just do 800. That's plenty. I spent all night like foam rolling and alternating ice for the pain. I try not to ice. I think ice, I think heat's healthier for you. It pushes the blood to it. I, but like literally it would be shooting pain. So I would ice till the shooting pain would go away. And then I would wait a bit and then I would heat to like push blood to the muscles so they can like heal long-term. And then as they'd start to spasm again, it would be around and around and around and around. Um, it was rough, man. So Dawn Trail. So Dawn Trail. <laughs> oh, that trailer was amazing. It really was. They've done a great job with the trailers always making them like a hype event. And then obviously it's going to get longer. Mm -hmm. uh, so what are yeah. you hoping to see more of when the trailer gets longer? I'm expecting us to see one of the new jobs at least. I don't think I think I don't think we're going to see Corsair that people seem to be speculating. I, I know that people speculate he's got a sword and a gun in, the, and it's just been edited out, and I think it has been. But I don't think we're going to see that in the. I think we're actually going to see Kryle in the new caster job. Um. Okay. I think Kryle would that's, be that's exciting. I think people would lose their mind at Kryle. Like we know that Kryle is going to take a big part. So like people lose their minds because we see it, not because we're like truly surprised by it. Um, but I think Kryle would be yeah. a good choice. People have been pretty big on the, uh, when they would play it throughout the convention, anytime that it would just kind of play on the screens, especially in the morning when we were waiting, um, people would cheer every time they saw the taco. So. Oh yeah. I the the taco was, was amazing. Um, yeah, so I, think I, was, I was impressed by the fruit dropping as well with Alice. I thought that was pretty cool. I know it wasn't a taco, but I still was impressed by that, dude. Tacos, yes, <laughs> I was. I loved it. I, I, I called that out when I saw that. I was like, that's so that, that makes me happy. <laughs> so, Chris, uh, I don't know if you've already addressed it, but I know you've been doing geograph uh, geological surveys, especially around what they've seen with the theorists. So uh, you know, how do you feel about the the shape of the continent? 
Um, I think it's Central and South America uh, is where we're themed off of. And mm -hmm. I, I think they've they've kind of put it in the right place. Um, their equator line is drawn too high. So like, that's not how it actually lines up on their planet. Uh, and like weather-wise, I don't think it is either. Um, cause I don't, I don't know, maybe it is, but it does feel like, and then their wind roses are all over the place. Uh, their wind roses and rum lines are just chaos. So I assume that those at best were explaining those as etherically based and not useful for navigating like wind currents and using star navigation. I assume they're implying that we're navigating by aether. Um, which would be exciting because it would give us some sort of like Allegan GPS where you're navigating to like the nearest etherite. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's got to be some sort of magic involved because I don't know if you saw, but there's a, a, a Lalafell behind the, the ship's, um, behind the actual uh, boat's wheel and he can't see over it. So there's got to be some magic involved of him working where they're going. <laughs> so hoping for some Indiana Jones, I, I do think that like there was moments in the Shadowbringers trailer where it felt like Vanquard was kind of running from something um, when he's like running up the stairs and everything. Like it felt like this, you felt this sense of urgency. Um, and the story of Dawn Trail sounds like there's going to be kind of this sense of urgency that kind of carries you through the zones. Uh, that's less like ominous. All of life is descending like in Walker. Uh, feels like we might be running like from something or towards something or a race of some kind. Um, so it'd be nice to see that in the trailer. gentlemen i was gonna see if chile had anything then <laughs> well as i said i'm just i'm 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 excited because i'm gonna be at the eu fan fest in october so i'm excited yeah. to see the reaction to the, the the slightly longer trailer um so I, I i just can't wait to see what we're gonna find out more i i am expecting a load i am still expecting loads of fantasy 11 references especially treasures of our ugin with this expansion i yeah, feel like we're gonna get a lot of treasures of our ugin references. Yeah, treasure maps like we're looking for a city of gold in the expansion so like treasure maps feel like they can really point to something um so we could have treasure maps that send us to differing levels kind of like Uznair style um so next expansion we could absolutely have treasure hunts that send us into you know the remnants of a city of gold yeah do y'all feel like the uh the entire expansion is going to take place as a part of like the new world and its zones or yeah what do you think? Are they, are they going to reveal even more, uh, you know, come uh, European Fan Fest or something like that? You, uh, they only told us about two zones for the last two expansions, right? So, like, they, they sometimes tell us kind of what some of them are called, but, like, mm -hmm. the exploration we got, I would think that we're done. I would think those two zones were probably done. Um, because they told us about Garlemald and they, they, didn't tell us we were going to the did they tell us we we're going to the moon no 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 no, no. So they didn't <laughs> they tell did us we're going I to the moon they i thought they teased the moon like early on they teased it obviously well because like yeah. he's walked out in it in the uh in yeah. the trailer right like you know that was yeah oh he's on the, the warrior lights on the moon we're going to the moon but like they didn't show off the, yeah. the zone. they didn't say more lemon no no um they did we talk about there and we knew garlemald and we also knew the underground uh, zone that's drawing a blank on the name. Labyrinthos. Labyrinthos. But we didn't know that it was underground. We didn't know they like knew. showed us art from it. They like yeah. used it as like a place yeah. for something where I go. Oh, that's so pretty. 
Um, and I think they people like a people, especially Elvis, but like I guess I thought it was still Labyrinthos. Yeah, a lot of us, I, especially me, um, thought that was going to be the moon. Like I thought that was right. going to be the moon area. I remember that. I remember I, us the, talking about that. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we we got a chance at the media tour to go to the capital in Charlan. Um, so like we'd seen all of that, but no, I, I think zone wise they'll probably hold it a little bit close to the vest from here on out. But they still have classes to reveal. They still have female robe to, I mean, a female uh, Roth to to reveal if we yeah. if we get that. Um, that's always felt like it always felt like the logical time for female Roth was seven when they said it was male Viera with last expansion, it's like, okay, then female Roth will be mm. in 7.0. I do wonder with the graphical updates, if they went back, he talked about how expensive it was to build a new race. I wonder what the graphical updates, they've made it either less expensive to expand on races or build new races. Mm. Um, you don't have to necessarily add new ones. Like World of Warcraft went back and kind of reimagined their existing ones. They do add new ones, but they went back and kind of reimagined. And it was a pretty drastic shift, um, especially for you know like undead for them like i always mm -hmm. felt it was kind of like relatively one note and now it feels like it's got a lot more diversity so when you look at something like rothgar where i think there's people that would hope for some more flexibility um it would be neat to see them go back and kind of imagine a wider array of roth i would hope that that's something because obviously we're getting the the multi-dyed you know gear uh, in that regard so they're doing a lot of work under the hood which I think is really a good sign. And again, if they were able to take the time with a graphical update and work out that these these races can now use gear, the fact that we're obviously like the uh, separating glasses from helmets, like that's that's a, that's a really good a really good move. Uh, and I'm happy to see that that, well, that is because the they wanted. Kind of... It's probably because they wanted to have glasses be more visible all the time. But with how mm -hmm. the uh, fashion accessory uh, system works. They had to redo it, design it completely, and that is a separate slot because uh, I don't know if anyone remembers, but the way fashion accessories works is actually um, they're mounts, but with the mounts hidden, sort of thing. That, that mm -hmm. it's 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 the same coding as the mount system. It's why they can't be used. It was why they took them a while to be able to use in like battle, and why they can't be used in dungeons and stuff. It it took a while. Mm -hmm. Now, while uh, Chris uh, has uh, been wanting to try to find a way to play Baldur's Gate three like on the go. Uh, I know I've been absolutely enjoying that. The other game that I just kind of started to tap into, if you guys haven't seen, I posted a video about it. Uh, I've been playing Halo Season 4, and they added, like, 12 maps. They've really, like, brought in, like, so much stuff that I'm like, all right, let's... I still think they need something big, but I only bring that up just to upset Chris just a little bit. Uh, I only bring that up nicely. They're because... almost to where they should have been at launch. Almost to where they should have been. What are they, two years in, three years in? Two, two. So, the... Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're like 1.5 They're years, coming up on like launch, that. guys. They should have just yeah. called it a beta, like, for right. Fortnite. Just, just level things in beta. If we were still in beta, yeah. it'd be yeah. like, well, we're still in beta. But think about it. Halo Infinite Early Access. Yeah. Yeah. It's only been eight years, guys. It's only been eight years of beta. Well, that's what the Fortnite deal is. And that's honestly what I've said uh, about, like, the current state of Halo is that they need, they need a big reinvitation to the player base, whether that ends up being, like, uh, battle royale or an extraction based vert like they they need some kind of big I, mode i can't bring myself moment. to give them the like two billion gig off my xbox hard drive because oh, i have yeah, the, i have yeah. the little i have the little 1080p xbox mm -hmm. so like my hard drive and i understand you can expand that but 
it's also just a good way of like making sure that I'm really using what's installed on there. Yeah, yeah. And so like I, I mean, it holds a handful of games, but you got to make the a roster. Handful. And I actually yeah. like it that like when I boot it up, I don't have to dig through my whole library. It's like, no, these are the games I already said are the best of what I own right now. And if that's changing, that's changing. But um, I don't know. It feels Xbox. like Xbox. It, it feels like it, it, it Halo is just not good enough to make the cut. You think Xbox is done with Halo? Why would they be done with Halo? I don't know. Like, what do you think their 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 uh, what's the what's the rectification? I, I guess especially for you to either find the time to or the space for it on the hard drive, or is it a new Halo release? Overwhelmingly, friends making that choice for me. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. If friends start picking back I, up the game, I'll go join. But I, I'm not going to be the catalyst. I think with um, with them now getting Call of Duty and Activision, I really do think Halo is probably going to be on the back burner for a little while. I think we're more likely getting a new Gears of War than we will Halo. I think the next game is a Gears of War to come out at some point. But we also know Perfect Dark is making a return. And then beyond those... One day. Like, one, of the, one of these days. But beyond all of that, though, like that, you know, bringing Call of Duty, especially the fact that it's multi, you know, uh, console and, you know, the, right now an annual release with Call of Duty 3, uh, Modern Warfare 3 being announced for this, coming first or coming to the beta Whoa. for PlayStation. Uh, you know, it's like they haven't closed that deal. We'll Whoa, see what happens. It, rumors are true. This might be the last Call of Duty game for a long time. Phil As Spencer said he yep. believes that the game is made worse for gamers by keeping it an annualized franchise. Yeah. So he does want to continue to release Call of Duty games. He does not want them to feel that they have an annual deadline. Right. Which well, I if, if the rumors coming out, I agree with. Right. Modern Warfare. If the rumors are phenomenal. coming out. If the rumors are coming out right now are true, um, from what I've heard, uh, Call of Duty is planning to turn straight in, into a full games of a service title from this year. Great. It could be like Master I, Chief Collection and they just sell me new modes and new maps. The current Call of Duty has been amazing. So I hope they're making money at it. They're not off me. But uh, but I'm not your guy. <laughs> like, I'm not your microtransaction guy. Yeah. I have, no, I have I'm two with mobile you apps on my phone that I probably play two to three times each every day. And in the last month combined, they have both received a solid zero dollars. So I'm not your guy. Yeah. Um, no, I'm I your guy. The model. <laughs> yes, there are people. I'm sat here with my, my Google Platinum that account. I play those games with who are like, it's not a big deal if you just take like a hundred dollars out of every paycheck and give it to them. I'm like, that's a car payment going to mobile apps. Um, so there are people that 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 like it doesn't bother them, and mm -hmm. maybe they make a lot more money than me. So maybe it's yeah, it's still a car payment. So no, we're just bad with money. We're just you, bad with money. I think before uh, Xbox would ever be done with Halo, I think that's where you bring Halo to more platforms. It's on PC and Xbox, but it's like at that point, if Call of Duty's over there and it's also a big shooter, like you could end up kind of in a way stair stepping kind of these two games, especially with Infinite being a service based kind of model. And if, uh, you know, Modern Warfare goes or like Call of Duty goes in that same kind of kind of method, you know, you could end up, I think, given. Who knows? Like it just having more options for players, but I would I would fully support uh, that because I think when it comes down to the player pop, like in a multiplayer game, like having a population of people to pull from ends up I think being a, a bigger draw as opposed to necessarily like hey long queue times, long wait times. I haven't got a match in forever. You know, no one's really playing this game. They're not really supporting it. You know, 
Uh, same kind of concept with Destiny. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with that, you know, um, you know that update. They released a new, uh, they released a state of the game, got everybody upset. And then, uh, then the director came out and kind of did a YouTube video as a YouTuber in a way and talked about it. And that seemed to kind of calm everybody's frustrations and, and worries about that game. Because next week is when they do their big final shape announcement, which will kick off the next season of hype for the game itself. So um, I think that's that's just the that seems just to be the cycle, you know, for these uh, for these games and service games. Speaking of cycle, Twitch seems like it's rumored that if you are banned on a channel, you'll no longer be able to watch. So yeah, I, I saw those, that. Yeah, that's an option joke, you can the, turn on now. Bans, right? Where people kind of jokingly ban somebody and then like kind of you know poke fun and stuff for a bit and then unban them. I assume that'll go away. But more importantly, like. That feels like a it encourages account hopping um as opposed to people who are like i'll just watch and not unless talk it's some it. kind of machine you know you know block or something like that where ip block right you know as you know like, i don't know what kind of block are we talking about here because yeah i don't know it just i had it sent to me this morning it just blocks you from the chat right doesn't there's, IP there's block one you. channel here on twitch that i watch that i'm banned in um and i watch and i reached out to get unbanned and said i i promise not to chat but i just i can't see their chat and then I'm guessing that maybe like Brian went in there and said something or something. Uh, oh, we got banned again. No, we didn't do anything. Uh, it was like that was like a year ago is that we got yeah. banned again. And so I just sit there banned. But now uh, you now know what the biggest issue with again. this is? I just realized, you know what the biggest issue with this is? Asmongold won't be able to do his unbanned streams. Well, because he can't on see what the kind messages. Of, what kind of, where it depends <laughs> on what kind of tier of, of ban are we talking about, right? Like you know you're sitting down and saying like okay is this like a you're a timing like do we then see it like we've timed you out without a end date on this you've been timed out versus like okay you're done like I can oh like should they add like a softer ban since yeah, this so, one's becoming right. a harder ban yeah like it just like because yeah. you still want to like you like, just need oh, to right. not chat for a while i don't mind yeah. that you're here but stop chatting as opposed to just people i actively don't want here and Correct. so we've created the tool for that or yeah. something like that yeah exactly um interesting uh, I just thought it was weird. By the way, I think this is all, I think this is also an option that you can turn on and off. So you ca you can change it in the settings if oh, you want to. Setting. Interesting. Fascinating. Interesting. All right, let's see here. I saw uh, I've been trying to get to this topic because I'm very curious. Let's see here. Where did I put that comment? Da 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 da. da. That'd be a great way to kind of kick it off. One second. Y'all talk amongst yourselves. Where did it get? If it's an option, I agree with it wholeheartedly. If it's not an option, it feels like a weird choice. Like yeah, there's pros to all it, the pictures not, I've seen. It shows someone in the settings. So, so like yeah. you're just moving, you're just changing the good and the bad. And it's like, yeah, so it gets rid of this bad thing, but like then we get a new bad thing. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, guys, this is a question for all y'all. Are any of you planning on playing Wayfinder? It actually officially launches as part of early access PS5. PC today. It got delayed by a couple of days due to some last minute issues. Uh, this is kind of the bigger, you know, topic of looking out at the MMORPG scene. Uh, Chili, are you are you planning on playing uh, a yes. Wayfinder? Yeah. Yes, I plan to. I'm, I'm going all. I'm going to be even buying the um, collector's edition just because I don't Whoa. want to. Um... Okay. Okay. So you're excited you buy this collector's edition? Yeah. How do you? How do you? justify the jump from normal to collectors like what about the game makes you make that jump well because the um character pyros i can't remember the name off the top of my head the um, one second after we'll check it uh 
Uh, one second. I, I, because I don't want to give it information. I just know there's an exclusive character. Well, it's a character skin technically because you can still get the character, mm -hmm. but you won't be able to get this version of the character unless you buy the exalted pack, which is the most expensive one. Uh, the hero Kairos with the ascended style. Now, most get most companies. I wouldn't believe them when they say that this is exclusive to the um, founders pack, but. This is the company that did Warframe, and they referenced this as to Excalibur Prime. And Excalibur Prime was literally only available in the Founders Pack, and it's still never been available again. And they will never bring back Excalibur Prime. So if you want this skin, this is the only time you will ever, ever be able to get it. Interesting. The, the so, people in charge of Warframe now, they were at FanFest. FanFest, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and Canada, also, Fido and he recognized him. Also, um, you also for the most expensive one, and I think this is where it gets a little. I think it goes from being cool to a little bit pay to win. And I don't <laughs> yeah, use the pay little... to win option very I'll all the time. Lightly, yeah. What? And because you get you get an item called the Enchanted Tower Campus, which then for every battle pass that you get, you get an XP bonus. Forever, it's like this permanent yeah. unlock only yeah. on that tier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, forever, uh, you will get the hundred and fifty dollar edition, Chris. Did you? Did you? Did your dad not pay for the hundred and fifty dollar edition? <laughs> so for all future battle passes, like you get XP. One of these like little, like NFTs would make sense that you could like sell that off. Yeah, right. Yeah. This permanent thing that you could transfer it from account to account and they would get a piece of the action so they would just have like yeah. a limited number of these that are out there um interesting uh, okay i will say you like you know how the power pass works i'm guessing brian yes so uh, yeah I, i'm yeah. i'm excited I, i've played i've been playing wayfinder so i'm excited that it's finally launching uh and it's not officially this is like the early access so pc and and, and ps5 and then eventually it's going to come uh, everywhere with their full release. But the thing that makes me even more excited because Chris was talking about his hard drive space, like it also is going to be supported by GeForce now. So it's like when it comes down to it, like, yep, I can I don't have to actually install the game. I'm I'm ready to rock and roll on my PC or, you know, on my handheld, you know, and I can kick back, relax and grind out and fight back the gloom and, you know, things like that. So I'm, I'm very excited for it personally because I, I like the art style. I think is fantastic. I've enjoyed the combat. It's an action RPG, you know, MMO light, you know, in that regards. And uh, I think essentially it's going to make it uh, obviously more accessible for people to jump in and play. Somebody was asking me about that last night because uh, the reason I was like bringing up Halo into this is that I was like, I'm going to be playing some Halo tonight, just like in the Discord. So if you guys are part of the Discord and want to come hang out, jump on in. Um, but not, I'm not going to be live streaming it. So it's just going to be kind of like a, a, a chill uh, Halo night. But uh, but yeah, they're like, hey, you're not going to play Wayfinder? It's like, I, I am. Is it going to just... be more PvE, it's like it's group PvE. focus, solo yeah, focused? Yeah. Uh, the... Group or solo? Yeah. Uh, RPG it's PvE focused. Yeah. Hmm. PvE focus. Uh, and then it's, uh, you can do group or you can do solo. How big are groups? I think group could go up to four. Okay. Yeah, I think it's four. Yeah. Um, like I'm bouncing around. No, yeah. Talk about the battle pass, though, while we continue with that. I I like the fact that they, they've taken the Halo Infinite model where if you purchase the battle pass, mm -hmm. it's tied to your account so that yeah. you will never lose it in the future. Never lose it. Never lose it. 
if you buy it. But the, the, the kicker here from a FOMO perspective, which is the kind of the smart salesman FOMO, is you can only then purchase the battle pass during that season. My theory, right. Right. you're my purchasing theory. the spring right. of 2022 battle in, pass and you can work on it right now in 2023, but nobody now can buy that battle pass. You had right. to have bought it then. You'd have to have bought yeah. it then. I'm betting though, that, that at some point we could see them come and bundle like various different battle passes. Like, Hey, did you miss, so, you know, it's been two years. Did you miss? 2021 no. yeah blizzard yeah. does that during like yeah. anniversary events they'll create bundles that'll let you go in and kind of complete maybe old mount collector editions now you have to like buy like the whole bundle and then the price will adjust to what you're missing is mm -hmm. i think how they did it last time yeah but, like you could go back and buy their they have like a discount to go back and buy their collector's edition mounts off of previous expansions but i'm missing so many of them that I couldn't bring myself to do it because it was going to be a lot of money. But like, I have a friend, I have a couple of friends that they were only missing like two. And so yeah. for them, it was like, oh, that's awesome. And the fact that it adjusts down, like, which is something that I think, I feel like Steam did first, where you, when you go to buy like a three pack of games, if you already have one of the games, they just back that out of the price. Um, Cause then you don't feel penalized when later they create a box set. You're like, well, I bought the first three of seven of some series. And now I don't want to buy the box set because the savings is totally eaten up by the fact that I'm rebuying three of them. So mm -hmm. that's awesome. Right. RPG, PvE focused. They're doing housing, crafting, dungeons, raids, and MMO-like. Yeah. It's a new generation of MMOs. Remember, housing stuff, won't, housing stuff won't be 100% available at launch, if I'm rightly. Like they've said, like yeah. mounts. Uh, mounts are being added though. to the game but the mounts yeah. won't be available until end of 2023. Yeah. And I, I don't have any problem with that. It's like, as long as they keep supporting the game, like that's, that's what I'm, I'm excited about because especially with the seasonal model, like that's where I want games like new world to adopt that same season. Like I'm, if you can only purchase the season during the season, but you keep it like I, I can accept that. I think that's actually a real fair thing because stepping back into halo and seeing all of my past seasons that I have that I hadn't finished and I'm enjoying the game and I'm having fun playing the game. Like it says, if I still keep having fun there, I'm not, I don't have to sit here and hit a, like, that's the thing that drives me nuts about destiny is I hit this wall and then it's like, all right, well, like, I guess like I, all that other stuff that I didn't ever touch just can't, you can't access it. And it's like, come on, like, just let me, let me grind. Let me get that experience. I love that. I love anything that I'm doing. That's just giving me that, that sweet little bit of experience every, every little bit and, uh, and works on it. So yeah. So wayfinder absolutely plan on playing it. It, technically launches in an hour from the time we're recording this uh however <laughs> being that it almost launched and then they're like sorry guys we got a, we got an issue they pushed it back a couple of days I, I saw people taking off work you know like on the thing hey guys yeah I'm, I'm, and then i'm like oh man i uh, you know it's always it's always a risk so i will we'll let that kind of settle out i'll be sure to give you guys my actual thoughts with actual gameplay that i've actually filmed myself uh you know probably later this week uh, and more. And if you're interested in teaming up with us, uh, just be part of the Discord. We'll let you know where we're playing, what we're playing in that regards. But I'm excited about that. But also then into what is the outlook for this year. We know we're not getting the Final Fantasy expansion, which some people had hope that people were hoping that they'd see 7.0 this year, which we, we we kept saying that's not the case, but we're not, we're seeing that. Throne of Liberty looks to be have been pushed by Amazon back to 2024. Blue Protocol already had been. So in my mind, and guys, I you know I don't follow every game out there. We've got Guild Wars next week. They get their expansion. New World's getting their expansion in October. 
uh you know and the only real like the, wow. you know what's the out what's y'all's outlook right now for 2023 in this regards mmo wise it's it's a good time to be an mmo gamer like the fact that i just i, I can't even keep track of all of these yeah like there was a time where it felt like we were getting a round of them but none of them looked particularly strong um so it was like well who's going to be left standing like well thank goodness yeah. so we have enough horses in this race that somebody makes it to the finish line um but this actually feels like you know i mean remember when we all had like our hopes and dreams hung on like anthem becoming something awesome mm -hmm. so like we're we're now moving into an era where there are a lot of strong contenders right now um which is great i don't know if they like cannibalize each other or if the mmo space as a whole just grows right i think like, i think it grows draw? i think it grows out when when you see the business model shifting to things like what wayfinder's doing because there's only so much subscription-based MMOs that like that is a I, I feel like a finite market. You're you're advertising. The battle to pass, it. buy it and use it later makes it fixes that because it yeah. tells you if I buy it and then six weeks in I get addicted to another game and I and I pivot my game time over there, I'm not actually losing anything. So it makes you it feels less risky mm -hmm. to buy in. Right. And thus you can, and also with the aspect that you can only buy in during that season, you're like, listen, I know that uh, Boulder's Gate 3 is out right now. And, you know, I'm loving it. I know that Starfield comes out in two weeks. And I know I'm going to be all about playing that game. I'm going to go ahead and just purchase the Daggum season pass because I know that once I'm kind of done with those games, I'll maybe, you know, I'll, I'll be back. And, that's and, and don't forget, by the way, yeah. uh, don't forget in like, what, five days? You've got a new Guild Wars expansion. That's yeah, that's what we're saying. Like the Guild Wars 2 gets its yeah. next expansion. Uh, yeah. and then you know, and then uh, New World gets its expansion, which we'll probably learn yeah. about New World's expansion at Gamescom. Uh, because they're you know, Amazon and AGS teams already, you know, out there. And uh, I think that's where they make that announcement, especially with like honestly, the best news was that Throne of Liberty is getting pushed back to 2024 for like a, they're and they're also not uh gonna be uh day and date with the uh, Korean version. So that's just, I think that just is going to make way more tactical and, uh, you know, sense to, to, to that game. But with that and Blue Protocol in 2024, like, I was like, are they literally going to stack up these, all these MMOs at the same time as their New World MMO expansion? I was like, that just seems like you're, you're pulling from a finite set of, you know, a, a smaller pool that's, you know, that doesn't have a lot of time. You're asking for a lot of time from a lot of people. In that regards, but. when is the new world expansion on that again? Sorry, I just want to double check. Is, uh, most likely October. Um, they have not. Okay, like, that's what uh, at least from the fall. Like when you start counting, uh, they because they delivered yeah. season two on time, which you know it's it's funny because it's like yay, you would expect that. Hopefully, is the new norm. It hasn't been the norm for them to deliver updates on time, um, but uh, they delivered season two on time, and so it, it, season three counts. I, I know this was. October. I know this will be timing more than anything. I don't think this was planned, but. Do you think that um, Final Fantasy XIV's new patch will drop on the same day or the same week as New World's expansion? No, no, New World's this year. XIV's expansion. No, is patch. Next year. The oh, patch. You've got 6.5. That's a, that's like, a, oh, man, that's, it would be a Tuesday. What date are you so. predicting for New World? Let's see here. I mean, I, I you know, would go off the, I don't have the, why am I pulling up Slack? That doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh so we got uh august september october um i don't i i don't have the countdown in front of me like i could actually give you like a realistic date but i would probably say the 17th that's after then 
Yeah. I'd put it, I'd put it Haps, smack dab. Haps is right who I kind of hold my up. predictions up against. Haps predicts 6.5 on uh, the third, I believe. And I've got it on the 10th. The, uh, and yeah, then I, when, I would, when is I would the year put money on the 10th? Test? When's the year fan? Uh, the, the 22nd. Or whatever that is. 21st? Yeah. Is Okay, so uh, yeah, so six six five will be Time out. X the Xbox Later. beta will be out, and then they go right into EU Fan Fest, so they can reveal a little bit more about Final Fantasy. Does not change their schedule, so you're just asking if no. New World happens to be coming through the station the same time that the Final Fantasy train arrives. Yeah, the Final Fantasy yeah. it is a it is a Swiss train schedule. Like right. it leaves on time, it arrives on time. Yeah. They're not asking. That's why I said I don't expect it to be planned. I ex expect it to be coincidental if the, if both of them launched at about the same time. Like I don't think either of them really cared, but I still would have found it interesting if they had. I'm interested in Yoshi P's uh, thoughts because he said he was looking forward to playing New World. One of the things that New World does not do though that I really think that is going that Amazon needs to do, and I think they're already kind of signaling signaling that they are, is that there is not an SEA region for any of the AGS games. That's Lost Ark and New World right now. However, they are publishing, they're the publisher of Throne and Liberty in Japan. So that to me says, I'm wondering if they will be adding in an SEA region, which would make it easier for people in the SEA area to play New World, to play the, the global version of Lost Ark, to play the global version of Blue Protocol, play the global version of throne of liberty so sure. i think i think that i think that is the only logical thing especially with the action that these games are action-based mmos and you want to have as little as ping as possible otherwise you're gonna you know the, the, the experience is a little bit more struggle the exception being throne of liberty right. is is tab target right cool and Grim, game then grave says 6.6 .6 hopium inbound <laughs> it's a long it's a long gap between five uh six five and and seven oh chili what do you think about it my hopium is i uh if there is a 6.6 .6, i want them to add a new raid tier and i know we've finished the raid story right now of the current um you know separate raid tier four bosses yeah. one and I, done. four bosses one and done and i want them to be rips of the Pharisee 16 icon fights Oh. That way they don't have to redo the models and they've got a lot of the mechanics already done. They just have to change some of it. That'd be cool. Um it's it's not gonna happen. Like I'm <laughs> I'm I'm just not in the six point six camp. And if if there was chance for the six point six, I had it on the spreadsheet as a potential thing we were tracking. I think the optimal time to reveal it would have been FanFest NA when rolling out the time schedule. And I think, I think the weird issue is the fact that sorts of buzz and don't tell people what's in it. And then at EU fan fest go, Oh, I guess we didn't tell you guys what was in it. Yeah. And then kind of give like the world's roughest outline. Like it'll have MSQ and one dungeon and a weird tombstone that works differently and a raid tier. And then like, don't tell us about the raid tier. And then at JP fan fest start to, reveal a little more so like i think you could have trickled it out but the fact yeah. that they didn't say anything in an a i think it makes it a non-starter I, I i just think it's gonna be like it's it's weird but they because they've got such a long gap between 6.5 and release but there's such it's that it you cut it's like if you put 6.6 .6 in somewhere in the schedule you're probably not gonna have enough time between 6.5 and 7.0 but there's so it, it's like not a weird like i thought 6 .6. the time I thought yeah. 0.55 would be before Japanese Fan Fest. 
So the fact that they announced that it's after is what killed the 6.6 hopes. Because now there's not time. Unless a 0.6 patch doesn't get a half patch. Because there's never been a 0.6 patch, so it can make up whatever rules it wants. So if a 0.6, patch, if a 0.6 does not get a half patch, there's still room. How would you feel about that, Chili? Does it need a half patch? Does it need a relic update? I mean, I the issue is if you get uh, the issue is if you get a six point six patch, then clearly you need a six point six point six patch just to have the six six six. And that's where the relic <laughs> turns into a frying pan. <laughs> that's when the Mandarin weapons become Mandervillian. And the Diablo uh, in, crossover in the point six six six. Welcome to the Diablo 4 Final Fantasy 14 crossover patch 6.66. Couldn't resist. <laughs> it's our fun, cozy podcast stream. The, the ultimate, um, ultimate Manderville. Yeah. It's just the it's just the the fights from that um Hildy quest line as an as an ultimate. I, I'm still coping that the relic weapons will have an uh, MGP bonus at the end. Like that's my cope. I'm hoping mm. that because of the, all the gold saucer references that they add a buff to the relic weapon where if you're using the relic weapon and you're in the gold saucer, anytime you um, do an event, you get like the um, FC buff. Hmm. It would be really interesting if when you're running around the golden saucer, the relic displayed as displayed differently. So you can't ruin people's MSQ experience. You don't want people getting ruined by like a blue pig with a hammer. Like it just totally breaks their immersion. So I would switch to a frying Enhances pan immediately. It. I've never bought a weapon off the store, but I would buy a frying pan immediately. Isn't the next step? And if OCP hears about this, I'm not mm. entirely sure that there's a price where that's not true. I think I buy it immediately regardless. Probably while we film a video about how it's way too high priced, but I bought it anyway. Spoilers, Patrick. There will be another relic step where you have to pay a thousand times. Yeah, that's what oh, I don't know. No, it's one thousand five hundred, isn't it? Or is Ooh. it one thousand? Yeah, it's one thousand five hundred. Sorry. So no, you're right. You, there won't be another one where you pay a thousand. Instead, we, uh, there'll be one where you pay one thousand five hundred. That's what we call mechanics. Chili, <laughs> yeah. got a question for you. Uh, what's the time frame on a new limited job? It feels like that is something that is announced, and I'm always just wondering if there's anything oh. about it going to happen ever again. What do you think? NA FanFest would have been the best time to announce it for 6.5, in my opinion. Well, 6.5 series. Um, yeah, the CEO coming out but, this year was a little disappointing. I yeah. leaned over <laughs> and said, what's he going to be wearing? What's he going to be wearing? Because they announced him coming out, and there was like a, there was like a nice 30-second to a minute window where I think many of us held our breath. It was like, oh, is he going to come in dressed as a new limited job? Because that's how they revealed Blue Mage. Right. And then when that's where I kind of got distracted because I was like, oh, they're going to bring back the CEO because I was like, he's bring, he's, he's he's winding up to bring somebody on. And I go, oh, maybe he's going to bring out the CEO in the new limited job outfit. Then he's like, Bill Spencer. And I was like, mother of God. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh. Um, so like, that was, uh, like, that was something where I was like, I, do you do that? Like, or do you save something like that for like EU fan fest or, you know, something of that nature? Cause you want to make sure every fan fest, they get, they get something right. You know, you don't want to just blow it all in, you know, the first one. 
the reason Blue Mage was announced at NA FanFest is because it released before the expansion. It right. came in the 0.5 patch. Correct. So you had to announce it that early. So if it's coming next expansion, there's still time to announce it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. If I it's coming I next expansion, then I, it, it probably won't be till 7.1. Right. 7.1 would be a really good time to introduce something like that new limited job uh, action again, because now you're back over in the new world. You know, they've already, like, whatever the two new jobs themselves are, uh, you know, have been announced. And then you bring it, you know, then you're like, hey, and by the way, new 6.1. And you get to play through that, through the expansion. Blue Mage gets an update. And then you can kind of, you know, kind of get into that patch cycle. I think that gives a lot of replayability, depending on what they decide to do, you know, for the for the life of the expansion itself. Um, where, where do you fall on the new jobs? Uh, two, uh, two melees. Like, where, where are you in the Geomancer Well, camp? no, it's one melee, one mage, right? which he said yeah. he'd never do again yeah until now where they they, they don't really have many choices because the choices yeah. are probably you uh, one job. Uh, what i'm surprised that yeah i don't think they want to do that really yet am. yeah well, I like think I, I told do, everyone i'm yeah. expecting sorry no i was gonna say if they i think if they do go to the one job it then set there they'll become a narrative speculation like oh no like they're starting to you know really slow this down um and but two for 7.0 i think kind of showcases a, a still a renewed commitment uh to 14 but go ahead chile i didn't mean to cut you off all i'm gonna say is i was ex I, I was expecting the physical ranged more than the actual magical yeah. ranged i was expecting um because they like to do their pairs now because you've got the you've got a, two main tanks two off mm -hmm. tanks You've got the two shield healers, two main healers. I was expecting another physical range, so then we would have two buffers with Bard and Dancer, and then two physical range DPS with Machinist and question mark job. That was my guess. Um, so the fact that we're getting another magical ranged, I guess makes sense, but um, I'm not sure how it's going to play just yet. I'm mm. still hoping, I'm still got my fingers crossed for Pictomancer. Pictomancer, um, yeah. And of course, yeah, physical range. I think everyone's expecting Corsair, mm -hmm. but I expect it to be Corsair in name only. I don't expect many features from Fancy Eleven's Corsair to be in this one. So that would be like the dream uh, setup for me in this regards, where it's like you have the curated, which is the jobs that we have now, and then every job had their own limited version that they then they could go and do all this wild, wacky stuff. But that that in and of itself, design and development, and deployment wise, would be just that'd be. That'd be absurd. Like, there's just no way that that would ever happen. The um, ah oh, man, like uh, I I I I don't know how to feel about the Geomancer uh, crew because every expansion, especially since store, like every speculated Geomancers that people are coming out always Geomancer, 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 never Geomancer is it? I don't think it's Geomancer this That's time. That's how they send the game off into maintenance mode. Oh yeah, you know it's done they when the Geomancer. Us, when they give us Geomancer, they're done. Yeah. They brought it into into eleven, and it's just like it makes me just kind of go like, okay, like it could be. I'd love, I'd love for them to be happy if it was, but a part of me is just like, just have them keep hoping. <laughs> but the thing is, as I said, as as Link said in chat, Geomancer is in fourteen. Geomancer already is in fourteen. Yep. Um, if you play through the Astrologian storyline, you meet a Geomancer NPC, mm -hmm. and it's a healer. Mm-hmm. They 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 instead of healing by the stars, they heal by the earth. Right. I thought it was a, a healer, Fram, not a DPS. If I'm brightly. Yeah, Geomancer and Astrologian would have been a, like an interesting system that branched off of a class, 
right? So we're, as opposed to just being a straight up job, because you could be like, I'm going to be somebody who focuses on the stars. And then Geomancer would be like, I'm going to focus in on, you know, the earth in this case. So it is what it is. Um, any other thoughts you guys have? Because Chris, what do you got uh, planned for the rest of the day? Um, getting ready to be out of town, making sure the house is maintained and stuff like that. So I have to go mow the yard and like, it's not even picking up the temperature right now, which is a good sign. I assume it's hot. It, it's it's been hot, but it, I felt like the last couple of days have been yesterday actually it dropped terrible. to like ninety. It was yeah, very, like very ninety. Enjoyable. I was like, this oh, this is a I nice almost day. put a jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> what about Chili? What about you, Chili? What do you got coming up? Um, today I'm going to be jumping back into Fantasy Eleven as long as my internet holds up. I've been having some internet problems since yesterday. Uh, we're going to go fight Matt, um, and we're going to slowly work towards the Shadow Lord. Ooh. So, yay! Well, good luck to that. Sweet. The, um, Thank you. Yeah, I, I really want to jump back in and do some retail eleven, but I just got so much that I'm just I'm just kind of playing and, and enjoying on on my own right now. So, yeah, we'll get maybe maybe one of these days. I like to try to revisit it once a year for at least a month. You know, I haven't come back this year. Uh, I haven't revisited it retail since what ten years like five six years ago. So yeah, hmm. cool. and even then I didn't really go that far. So. Stuff, good stuff. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with us uh, for our cozy stream. Chris, are you continuing on Twitch or are you just? No, no, I just, my okay, wife just walked in the door, so I need to make sure that everything's good. Um, that she has everything. I don't know needs. what all she's expecting me to have done before I leave town. Um, I know what I'm expecting, and I just want to make sure those lists are aligned. All right, and uh, sure so yeah, make sure we haven't overlapped in some way. The uh, guys, be sure to go and uh, check out uh, Chili's uh, stream, uh, Moogle Go Around Radio. Uh, congratulations on a thousand uh, followers over Thank there you. for you and your podcast. Thanks for letting us come and hang out with you sometimes on that too. And I'm glad we finally got to sit down and do something. I'm, I'm going to try to be a little bit more like the podcast is Brian and Chris, and I'm just going to be like, and if anybody else wants to be the guest this week, it's a it should be pretty uh, pretty chill as we kind of jump back in and uh, get this going. Uh, Monday, all uh, Epic Loot Radio kicks off here at Work the Game. Uh, I'm going to be uh, talking with Kirk the Gamer, and we're going to be just talking about what's going on with Starfield. Uh, Xbox, you know, and, and the Series S. Who knows what else we'll, we'll, we'll come up with. So if you'd like, you'll come and hang out with that. But um, I'm going to go ahead and broadcast. Thanks for being a part of our cozy podcast here for a uh, Thursday. We'll be back next Thursday for are you Wait, you're, I know you're out of town. You're back. Okay, cool. Okay, confirm. Podcast next week this time. Same time, same channel. Uh, you're in the right spot. So like, sub, share, all that great stuff. And uh, be sure to come hang out with us in Discord and play some games. Anyway, guys, hit and broadcast. Love you. 